All right, episode 36 of the Hot Grits podcast, or season two, episode 16. I'm Travis Jadon, and with me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. That's right, Trav. We're going to be breaking down the Masters. Oh, we got a little NBA draft talk, uh, but first, Falcon Super Bowl champion? Maybe. Maybe now that Drew Brees is out, we'll talk. Uh, let's let's start with the Falcons, actually. You yeah. want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that much to say on them, do we? Well, they're playing the Saints this week, and Drew Brees is out with a shoulder injury, so that gives them hope. Um, and it also, once again, moves them closer toward accomplishing your uh, improbable futures bet of them yep. winning. Is, yep. it, is it them making it to the NFC Championship or winning the NFC? If they, if they make it to the NFC Championship, that starts my first round of prizes. So we probably go to Vegas, both of us, at that point. <laughs> um, if they win the NFC Championship, we go to Paris or something. We, we can go wherever we want at that point, dude. It's just a stupid amount of money. If so, they if they win the Super Bowl, we're billionaires. So they'll get the Saints this week. I guess it'll be Jameis Winston, I'm sure, yep. uh, versus Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan before last week was leading the NFL in passing yards, so let that sink in for a moment. They've got three wins. <laughs> insane. And, and look, if they would have beat the Cowboys, they'd be like in the playoff picture. Yeah. And they should have beat the Cowboys. And they should have won. They should have beat the Cowboys. Should have, should have beat the Lions. Who else did they shit the bet against? I mean, a lot of teams. Yeah. That's why we talked about last week if they would have gotten rid of Danny Q earlier. Danny Cuck? <laughs> uh, so, I guess we'll, it's just another... Con- week of wait and see for Atlanta who's on a bye week last week while the Dolphins were winning their fifth straight football game they are now America's team dude. unbelievable dude. can you believe did, that I, the hold, Dolphins hold, are good hold on, now hold on before we go to the Dolphins dude did you see my, my tweet about uh I can't imagine if Dan Quinn was on this charger staff because they just like keep losing games in the way that the Falcons did oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah for sure. I was like sitting in my bed I think it was like 1 a.m when I tweeted that it's like dude I cannot imagine Dan Quinn, it would just, the world would like implode on itself. There's no way they can handle that much choking. Have you updated your Twitter yet? Do you see what the, what Twitter's done? No. With the stories? I, dude, I'm so late on updating all my apps. It takes me like a year. Me to too. Update. I manually update my yeah. apps. But I, I did it, I did it, and now Twitter has Twitter stories at the top of it. Almost almost exactly like Instagram. Really? Which is, which is extremely disheartening. You don't uh, like it? No, I'll never post a Twitter story ever. Yeah. The whole point of Twitter is that Twitter don't forget. I don't want any like twenty four hour tweets, you know what I mean, or, or like statuses or anything like that. They they gotta stop switching up these apps, dude. Like they gotta. Yes, I, I, I need some consistency. There, I use one for one reason. I use the other for another totally separate reason. Right? You know How about I mean? this? Have an identity. Have an identity. Exactly. And be confident in that identity instead of just instead of just copying from one. Yeah, another. dude. That's like if you start like if you ever seen two best friends and they talk exactly like each other. Uh, we don't do that. No, 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 no. We don't do that. that. <laughs> That's not us. No, <laughs> dude. We have a we have a separate idea. You you. I was about to say, dude. You might have just stepped right in it there. No, 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 dude. You use words poorly, and I'm like very well worded. Yeah, you're a wordsmith. Yeah, exactly. that is true. People people who listen to this podcast do know that. Um, well, we'll stick we'll stick to football, and then we'll get to the Masters. Uh, wanted to remind everyone we're sponsored as always. By our title sponsor, Coach's Corner, John Henderson and Coach's Corner. They have breakfast now Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, so you'll want to check them out. Call them 912-352-2933. Visit them at coaches.net on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at 3016 East Victory Drive in Savannah. Um, we talked about last week when the Masters was going off what the ratings would be like Sunday. 
against the NFL and especially what the ratings would be like going right w- without Tiger Woods essentially I mean Tiger Woods made the cut obviously the goat but faded over yeah. the weekend and we'll get to that more specifically in a moment but I think it's pretty clear without Tiger golf even at the Masters it ain't gonna compete with football it's just no. not gonna happen so well I mean we've seen that no sports gonna compete with football period this year like well, I mean, you, you will never know. Final, what if NBA Tiger Finals Woods didn't put up a fight? Like, but what if Tiger Woods was was coming down the stretch at Augusta? Yeah, I guess so. It, it, I don't know that there's much in the world that could compete with Tiger Woods coming down the stretch at Augusta. If it was anything like 2019, you know what yeah, I mean? What were the ratings like in 2019? Were they ratings, They were all time, yeah. Really? I, mean, I think they were the highest ever. But, but they were also a little lower than what they probably would have been because they started earlier that Sunday morning. Right, but this this past they weren't like they weren't like football Sunday ratings, though, were they? Mm, Yeah, oh yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, on CBS. Whoa, yeah, for sure. But but the Masters has never had to go against anything. Period. Oh yeah, yeah, not 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 basketball, not baseball, not football. I mean, it goes against nothing almost. So um, I'm not big ratings guy, you know. And and the Falcons were off this past weekend too, and we talked about that, which was even more. You know, I, I thought. At least the ratings would benefit a little bit from that. Uh, but what did you think of the tournament in general with Dustin Johnson winning and pulling away? I mean, it came off like it was too easy, but in reality, more people scored 10 under or better last year than they did this past year. I, I thought the oh, it was too easy takes were a little overblown. I mean, obviously, guys were scoring really low, and 20 under is just an absurd score, but Dustin Johnson, he beat the shit out of everybody. Like, he beat him by, like, what was it, the second closest, five strokes? Yeah, and he's the number one player if, in the world going into it. Yeah. I mean, the number I mean, one player in the world won the Masters. If if somebody, if number two came in at negative 18, or maybe even negative 19, it would be a different story to me. It would be like, all these guys just kicked the course's ass. It wasn't even a true competition. But Dustin Johnson killed everyone. He was better than everyone significantly. Yeah. So, to me, like... It was a true test. It was a true, you know, give the guy the green jacket. It's, there's no asterisks by it by any means. And oh, uh, No, I don't think anyone would be claiming that. Yeah, I thought it was super entertaining personally, like just watching him destroy the course day after day. I don't know. What did you think? It was tailor-made for Dustin Johnson's game too, don't you think? Like, he, Well, which would make you think that it was tailor-made also for who else? Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeCham, no, he didn't even make the cut, dude. <laughs> Hilarious. After all that talk with his little, little hat, his little paper boy hat, we established it. <laughs> extra, extra. Yeah, we established that last week on episode thirty-five. But Bryson DeCham, no, did not even make the cut. Whereas, ninety-five-year-old uh, Bernhard Langer made the cut. I think Larry Mize made the cut, shot two under. Um, I know after day one, after round one, uh, DeCham, DeCham, no shot. Uh, 70 shot two under and Larry Mize shot two under one was first in driving distance. One was dead last in driving distance and they both shot 70. I'm not trying to disrail this conversation, but dude, Larry Mize has a bookie name. That's a, that's a book, yeah. yeah, that's a bookie name right there. Like his last name really is Mazdarowski or something like yeah. that, but he just shortened it. Mize. Yeah. When he came, <laughs> when, when his parents came over across, across on the, on whatever Whoa. boat it was like a little xenophobic. Is it? When his parents came across on the boat, isn't that what it's, people it's did back sounds, then? Though, isn't yeah, they that, did. I mean, like, that's how a lot of people got you, here for sure. But you changed your name to make it like easier. I guess so. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's just whenever you were like, yeah, he changed his name when he came over on the boat. Like it just sounds like yeah, that's a rip, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess you I were, should have worded you, it you were you were referring to the actual journey over on the boat. right. It's a feel good story. Yeah. yeah. Good <laughs> okay. Dude, what did you think of the draft? I'm fucking tired of golf. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the Masters anymore? Uh, go, go ahead, I have sure. a few more takes. All right, go, go. Tiger. We have to talk a little about Tiger, right? Yes. The the 10, uh, the 10 cup, the, the pulling a 10 on a hole. You like that? that? I don't think that matters. No, oh, no, no, no. He I was went, talking about my reference. He, oh, yeah. Like, it's a little, little I guess cool, cool reference, golf guy reference, but. Okay. Oh, 10 and 10? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I do like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then he ripped off like four or five straight birdies right after that, and it just goes to show you that like, Tiger Woods is not interested in top 20s or no. top 20. Like, he is trying to win the tournament, and if he's not in contention to win the tournament, he is liable to come in dead last. Like, this guy just – and I think that speaks not to a lack of focus, but to a, a, such an intensity. Yeah, it's not, a singular focus. Nothing else yeah. would like – Seconds don't mean shit to him. Right. Yeah. Money doesn't mean anything to him. We knew that beforehand. Whereas He's, other guys, like, no, like, yo, let's try to keep this to a seven. Yeah. No, dude. He's going right for it yeah, every he, time. He, you know what I mean? He's going to try to win no matter what. So I, I respect the hell out of that. Dude, those five, what was it, five birdies to close it out? Right, it was, and out it was of right six? At, yeah, it was right after that. Is, right that is so ten. terrifying, man. That, that could Just happen, like, like, at almost any moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think... Other takeaways from this were like things that we already knew were kind of confirmed, right? Ricky Fowler will never win a major. He's just always there. He's teaching Tony Finau the way because Tony Finau is going directly down that path of being a great golfer that will never ever win a major. Tony Finau's choked one away, right? He's had a pretty big lead at a... Um, at a, at a well, he went in the water last year at number 12 with, right. with Francesco Manarri. Francesco, Francesco Maranari. Uh, other guys who will never, ever, 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 ever win at Augusta. Rory McIlroy will never win there. Paul Casey, that poor bastard, can't win a, a major to save his life. He has been in so many majors. I think over seventy majors now. Paul Casey. Without yeah, he has been in a shit ton. Dude. Without a win, uh, which is similar to guys like. Lee Westwood, Jordan Spieth is an absolute head case. I have that written on the doc. This guy is a, this guy is a poor bastard. He dude. is everywhere, dude. Jordan Spieth is everywhere. Um, college game day at the Masters was weird. It was not as cool as I thought it was going to be. No. They were set up like on the part three course. Like, I, I don't really want to be talking about um, um, like over under of Indiana, Wisconsin, while you know, like while DJ is over an 18 footer an 18 foot putt or something like that you know what I mean it was just weird dude. yeah it's weird and it it's, was too long it was just it became like college day game day in general is weird without like the fans behind it like the loud noise you know what I mean yeah. it's not it's not great but you know what is good about their broadcast Scott Van Pelt is the shit dude. I love Scott Van Pelt he's the shit at, at his job like doing doing those larger events and I don't know why he's not like on if I were ESPN I'd be like bro you're on NFL Sunday you're doing NBA Finals. You're doing all this because he's the best like curator. Yes, uh, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's perfect. At it. And, and they, they force feed like Rachel Nichols. They force feed us these guys that we don't really want. Why give us give us SVP, bro? For uh, real. And there was plenty of force feeding on last night's NBA draft. We're recording this on oh, yeah. Thursday, November nineteenth. But that was incredible. First, I want to give a shout out to uh, a new ad that we got going. Crystal, crystal clear. 
cleaning company, uh, crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, this is a perfect, perfect opportunity for uh, people to buy gift certificates and stuff like that for yeah. the holidays because I know my family were always sitting on the ground around a Christmas tree opening presents or stuff like that. And the worst thing you could have is like a dirty carpet. Yeah. When you're having people over for the holidays or having parties. So you want to call them, set it up. Um, they're really good at doing the social distancing or they can, I think, do your carpet cleaning quickly while you're not there. And either way, they're wearing masks and they're really safe it, about that. Dude, kind of it, there, it's, it's like the second you walk into somebody's house and you see a dirty carpet, it's, I it throws know, off the whole vibe. Yeah, it throws off the whole vibe. Man. But if you walk into a house and there's a clean carpet, yeah, completely different vibe. Call Crystal Clear Cleaning Company today, 912-898-0050. Um, you can also find them online, crystalclearcarpetcleaning.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram. So check them out. Um, new sponsor for us. So glad to have them on board. Did you notice that in last night's NBA draft, Spencer, that every single person drafted had an, a terrible family story that would just make you cry? Yeah, it was super sad. Most Dude. notably, most notably, and we won't make fun of this guy at all, Okongwu to the Hawks, which I was devastated by that pick, but ho uh, apparently it was like the best pick at that position. His brother died. It was a super sad story. It also, like him tearing up, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't want them to draft this guy, but I, like, I'm, I'm going to be his fan now, like clearly. But yeah, it, it did seem like every other draftee would, like, had been through some terrible tragedy. And you, they just kept like, they just kept harping on it yeah. over and over again. I mean, it, it was almost like yo when they when Lamelo Ball was drafted at three uh, to Charlotte, they were still on James Wiseman or uh, who I will forever call Jimmy Wiseman. Yeah. By the way, um, they're still on his pick going number two to Golden State, and we'll talk about that in a second. But since nothing crazy and tragic and heart wrenching happened to Lamelo Ball, they spent ten seconds on it. Well, they, no, no, no. They talked about his mom. His mom has uh, what, like MS, I think. Lamelo Ball's mom. Yeah, really. Yeah. Did you think Lavar Ball looked? No, <laughs> well, dude, I didn't see that. I mean, try and tell me that Lamelo Ball has lived like a, a tough life. Bro. He has. You know what I mean? Like, that's the fuck thing. That. They weren't interested in talking about the, any of the actual picks, and nobody, like, not Jay Billis, not Jay Williams, the new international guy who I guess took over for Fran Fraschilla. Yeah, I, I liked him. I liked. I couldn't. I was watching it with captions on, so like I missed Ryan Rosillo on. On, I mean, he's excellent with the NBA draft, yeah. and he was he was. Sorely, he's also extremely knowledgeable. It's it's like yeah, he was sorely missed. Uh, nobody had like like every pick was a great pick. It seemed like, and yeah. for people that are going to spend time watching the NBA draft, it felt like we deserved a little better analysis. I, I thought. I mean, well, because a lot of us like I watch basketball and I follow the draft and and I love it, but like I depend. Yeah. On a lot of their analysis well, to tell me if it was a good pick. Dude, or not. it was. This, were you following along on the Athletic at all? They had like their they had their live draft updates. It was the same fucking thing with John Hollinger. He's. I mean, he he would basically say like, I kind of don't like this pick to every single pick. Right. It's like, and I get I get it. There's question marks all over the draft, but I I was kind of pissed at John Hollinger. Well, I, mean, I tried I'm, to stay I was off the one of... person in America pissed at him because I'm a nut job. <laughs> well, like, I, did you follow the draft more? Like that, like online or on. I was following it on the athletic, yeah. Because those, it comes out so much faster. Yeah. I mean, Woj was three or four minutes ahead of every single pick. So yeah. I actually honestly tried to stay off of Twitter so I didn't ruin it. I was, well, I was watching Kirshner so I could get like 
updates on what was going on with the Hawks, but that so, wasn't I wasn't watching Woj. So the Hawks, um, and like I said, we we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. They just traded for Tony Snell with Milwaukee. A couple other things. What? I think yeah. I think there's a first round pick in there too. This is the first time learning of this. Did yes. this happened this morning? It happened this afternoon. Like, oh. Maybe like two or three hours ago. Um, Whoa. Uh, yeah, so that's something. Dwayne Dedman went back in that deal. Uh, and I think they got Tony Snell and they gave away a first. I, I want to say they gave away a first. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look it up real quick, but yikes. I, I think, uh, the, what at the top of the draft, the NBA draft on Wednesday night was pretty much chalk, but I think the thing that was lingering over it was after the Warriors selected Jimmy Wiseman, the, the big man was what, what's going on with Clay Thompson. And today we find out Clay Thompson tears his Achilles and is out man. for the season. Clay Thompson's career, as we know it, is in jeopardy. I mean, I, I think the, the, from the way that we once knew Clay Thompson and the player that, and, and kind of the tier that we once had him in, it's, I would say it's very, very unlikely that he ever ascends to that again. Which I'm not, is, which I'm is not sure. I'm not sure because his greatest skill is spot-up shooting, and he has such a quick release. He's not, a, he's not Kyle Korver. It's got to be understood. He's not Kyle Korver. He never has been. But he can play that role for the rest of his life. He can play that until he's 45 and he has no knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's always going to have a high floor, but it is devastating, man, because, I, man, they were the best shot at beating LeBron in the West. The, the Warriors? The, the Dubs, yeah. Yeah. And they were going to, I mean, they were going to have a nightmare squad. They're still going to be good. Don't get me wrong, but they were going to be a problem in the West, and they're not going to be now. They're not a contender without Klay Thompson. What was his, what was Jimmy Wiseman's backstory? Was there something tragic that happened to him? No, I didn't pay attention. I'm sure he overcame an injury or, or, or his dog died when, when he was a when kid the Hawks, or something. When the Hawks were yet to pick, I was like focused on what was going yeah. on. Like I was in the war room or something, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way with the Celtics who drafted it at 14, 26, and 30. And they ended up trading their number, their 30 pick. The Celtics at 26 drafted the Pac-12 player of the year who has a lot of like TJ McConnell in him. If 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 I'm allowed that because he's a short white point guard, whoa, yeah, well, dude. But then you look at his numbers and he's like 48 percent from the field, yeah, like shooting most, like a lot of shooting a lot of deep twos and a lot of threes, averaged oh, almost 24 points a game. Is there gonna be a role for him in? I don't know. I mean, he's rotation? a fourth, like he's a four year college guy, uh, and those kind of guys just like don't see. You, you tend to only have like that's a Celtics guy though. He does seem like a Celtics dude. Yeah. Do you think Obi Toppin seemed like a New York Knicks guy? I did not know he was from the Bronx. Like he's yeah. from New York. <laughs> the Knicks just butchered it, dude. You, you don't like they the just, pick? No. I like it. They needed a guard. I love Obi Toppin. I I was cracking up because I was like I was shocked that they took another forward. They've got fourteen forwards on that team, but Obi Toppin was shocked. Man, he's such a king. I went to uh, I went to Stephen A. Uh, Smith's Twitter. And he was so upset. That's dude, a dangerous got, place to be. Dude. He's got his hands in his head. He's like, no. He wanted <laughs> he wanted Tyrese Halliburton just like I did for the Hawks. I was pretty Halliburton fell, and uh, I don't know if you saw. Uh, they have uh, this guy Bobby Marks on who does a lot of the front office analysis uh, and, and kind of analyzes the, the salary caps of each team after yeah. each pick. And he also does. Um, on the side, like I don't know if you remember John Gruden when he was doing the NFL draft coverage. Yeah, he would also on the Hilarious. side, but he would also on the side do like he would prepare quarterbacks. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. 
It's like consulting as his own brand, right? Yeah, yeah. And Bobby Marks does the same thing with interviews. He prepared, like he runs a a business where prospects can. He says in his over thirty years of doing this, Tyrese Halliburton is by far the best interview he's ever had, and he thinks that Tyrese Halliburton is a guarantee. And he goes on the coverage last night and says this: he's a guaranteed fifteen-year player in the league. And I and I'm sitting there thinking, holy shit, like you love this guy, but how good? Could the interview have been? Well, I dude, mean, how like Tyrese Halliburton, the re- like from Iowa State, good player, I think. Yeah, but come on. The the <laughs> the reason like a lot of NBA guys wanted him on their teams is everything you read about him was like legendary work ethic, like yeah. everything leading up. And I wasn't, I didn't even know who he was before this draft process. I'm not gonna lie, but everything I read about him was like he's the hardest working player we've seen in years. Like it's been that way since high school, and he wants to be the greatest of all time, which that alone can make you an all-star. Like, seriously. In, he, the, in the league where he everyone's won athletic. Night, like, he had the best-looking suit, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of a... Um, He's got a seven-foot wingspan. It's, it's not like this guy... Wingspan was another thing last yeah. night. Oh, my Christ. Oh, if dude. I hear one more thing about wingspan, I'm going to freak out. Or potential... Wings, wingspan is the launch angle of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. But I mean, it's even more important than long. honestly in today's NBA. Like, if you don't, if you're not long, you won't finish games because you can't play deep. Unless you're like a Fred Van Fleet type, like where your offense is so valuable, you can't finish games because you can't get steals. You can't, you know, you can't defend the bigger guys. It's just, it's so important. And the Hawks let it get away, dude. We went fucking center, even though we have four of them. So you're not happy with Hawks. I don't know, dude. From from everything they've said, it like it makes a lot of sense their logic. And I know they were like shell shocked from having the worst center rotation of all time last year, which is basically what that was. We had Alex Lynn, Damian Jones, garbage who doesn't belong in the league, yeah, and Dwayne Dedman at the back end. But it it doesn't make sense to go like the complete opposite direction just because you had this terrible hole. You you don't have that hole anymore. You brought in Clint Capella. Why else are you bringing in Clint Capella? So I'm thinking that they're going to make a move at some point between now and December, I don't know, 22nd, and move. I mean, obviously they already moved Dwayne Dedman, so they had that on the books. But yeah, it doesn't make sense to have Clint Capella and uh, this uh, Akongwu. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think I think you're pronouncing it right. There's so many much more in the NBA that I want to keep talking about. Like yeah, um, but I don't know. Like we, you tell me, like we got we got Harden, yeah, Westbrook. Uh, Horford coming off the books in Philly now opens up a bunch of money in Philly. Yeah. Who guess who they their GM is? Uh, what's his what's his what Daryl Morey? Daryl Morey, who is a huge fan of Jimmy Harden. Yeah, who apparently wants I think that I think out. that relationship is over oh, with. Personally. I'm just saying, there's a bunch of stuff in the NBA yeah. that we could talk about, but um, I, w- I want to talk about. I mean, we have to talk about James Harden and the Nets. That possibility, right? For sure. Um, let's let, let's get another ad read real quick. John Carr Real Estate. John Carr in Savannah is wheeling and dealing when it comes to real estate, buying houses, selling houses. He is the guy you need to call from Savannah, knows Savannah like the back of his hand. So call him at 912-228-0916 and talk to him about your real estate needs. Whether you're looking for a house or, or trying to sell your house, he's the one you need to call. You can visit him at 6349 Abercorn Street or John Carr Real Estate on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at John C underscore one nine two. So do you want to, we, we can either start with Jimmy Harden and stuff like that on the other side, 
and get to a couple of other things quickly before we break, or we can finish up James Harden and stuff right now. Uh, I think we should go ahead and finish up the NBA, and then we'll move on to MLB right after this, right? Uh, yeah, and, and a couple of non-sports things, too. Uh, I will go on record saying that I believe that West, Russell Westbrook will be traded within the next week, and I think it's almost as likely that James Harden is also traded. I think James How about Harden that is, for a take? Man? I think uh, that is a t- that's a take right there. Hot Grits Take of the Day. We haven't done one of those in 30 weeks. <laughs> in 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah. That was a great segment early on. Yeah, though. yeah, it was. Got the got the you know the boots on the ground. Got the wheels turning. Dude, <laughs> if James Harden goes to the Nets, man, and they don't win a championship, KD's legacy is toast. What if bro. Kyrie Irving Get comes it. back into trade? What Whoa. if Kyrie Irving Whoa. never plays a game with the Nets, dude? Uh, that's what <laughs> I need already, to add. He's already played some games with the Nets. Hey, but uh, well, if, no, but not with KD. Not with KD. Yeah, KD and Kyrie, how did it work out? Well, they never got <laughs> one game. Steve Nash just came in there and said, fuck this. I'm out. Uh, dude, Kyrie Irving is a cancer. He's an absolute cancer. He really is. Yeah, like Kwame it. Brown's a zero. Kwame Brown's a zero, of dude, course. No, if, if this is... In my mind, the first thing I thought is this is going to be damaging to KD's legacy, and it's not entirely his fault because it's not like he's like campaigning to get Harden on the team. You know what I mean? He, he didn't push for this. But if you jump from one super team to another, I mean, that's what that would be. Oh, it's, yeah. It is. 100%. In terms of, I don't know what the fit would look like, but in terms of offensive output, it's arguably the greatest team of all time. I on like, paper. I like, I want to like KD, and I want to like KD's legacy. Yeah, and I want to, but he's got to win one somewhere else. Yeah, he's got to win one where it's he's the guy far and away, and he's got to win one where it's not like he's the overwhelming favorite to win it. It's, it's different. Not fair. It's different when if he wins one, like let's say Harden comes to Brooklyn. Yeah, KD was in Brooklyn first. Yeah, right? it's almost like Paul Pierce in Boston when Durant or when Garnett and Allen come. Paul Pierce doesn't really get. Uh, you know, shamed for that because they yeah. came to him. He was already. It would there. be different if KD had already played a game. I know, but he hasn't but it's played not a fucking his, game. If Harden comes to Brooklyn. It's not his fault. I know, right? He chose to go to Golden State, where there, the he was the last piece. Yeah, it wasn't something else that came after him that put him over the top, in my opinion, at least. I yeah. guess Iguodala was resigned, but I mean, that's no, not not putting them over the top, except no. for that one. Yeah, one game and one shot that he had. Kind of like Harry Barnes. The Warriors had that twice in the finals, honestly. Yeah. Um, Iguodala's most famous play in the finals would be the steal and the strip, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to break real quick, but before we do, a couple of non-sports things. I want to wish happy birthday to the D's. My younger brother, uh, he turns 26, I think, on November 21st. I'm not sure how old he is, but he turns, or his birthday is on November 21st, so happy Birthday to him. Had a solid 30-minute phone conversation about the NBA draft with him yesterday. I think he listened to zero of what I had to say. He just got out what he had to say. So happy right. birthday. That's my guy, dude. He I uses, love that. Yeah, he uses everyone else as a sounding board yeah, for his own takes. I love that. But he's got good takes, man. Like, pretty consistent. I, I don't know about good, but he has. He mixes in some good and some bad. They're fun. Yeah. And his his uh, he is an assistant basketball coach over at Johnson. They start their season this weekend. They're ranked number three in the preseason in the state polls so they got a squad and high school basketball is one of my favorite things especially in this area these dudes around here can freaking play yeah and a lot of them don't go on to like high d1 schools for a lot of other things besides basketball but they are legitimate talents and yep there's a lot of points usually which is what i'm about 
Um, one more thing, and then we'll break. Yeah, they get up and down the floor, dude. On Anchor, we now have the ability to have our listeners support the show. So in whatever manner you want to support the Hot Crits podcast, you can. Um, it can be $0.99 cents a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever it is. But you'll find the link on our Twitter, Instagram, um, and on both Spencer and I's individual Twitters. You can probably find them somewhere up and down the timeline. But uh, check that out. If you like to show what that money would be used for, would be – uh, better recording equipment. Um, it would allow us to go mobile more yep. with recording, which would help us with interviews. Yep. Um, and then in season three, when we start going twice a week, it would just allow us to, to record in a, in spaces that aren't the same exact true location. And we've got we've got time. a lot of dope ideas for like shirts, hats. Yeah, like, more that would allow us materials. to do that yeah. type of thing and giveaways, right? As well. Right. Which we've, we've talked a lot about. Yeah, and we have some of those coming down the horizon. Unfortunately, like with Corona and stuff like that, there's just not much we can do by way of announcing those just yeah. yet. But hopefully we can soon, and we have those in the works. Our awesome sponsors allow us to record once a week already, and so we're grateful for them. But listener support on Anchor, uh, if you like the show, check that out and maybe uh, toss us a buck a month if you can. All right. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about a little bit more about Tiger Woods, who will be playing in a tournament with his son for the first time ever next month. Whoa. And I am stoked. Oh, about yeah. It. I forgot the about that. The next great one is on the way with Charlie <laughs> Woods. Uh, we got some baseball. We got a woman getting hired as a GM. Guess what franchise it was? I'll, you know, it probably wouldn't take you long to guess what franchise it is. But we'll Send them to an alternate site. <laughs> but we'll tell you anyway. Uh, and then also college football. We'll talk dogs and Georgia Southern before we go. All right, it's football season now, Spencer. No more basketball, no more baseball. So if you're in Savannah, that means one thing and one place. Coach's Corner on Victory Drive. That's right, Trav. So after you watch the Falcons break your heart, you can have a few, you know, one one or two beers. Come back the next day, get your breakfast as well because they got breakfast now, don't they? Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Check them out now. 3016 East Victory Drive or 912-352-352. 2933 you can like them on twitter facebook and instagram and if you go tell them the hot grits podcast sent you all right welcome to the second half of the hot grits podcast episode 36 crazy we've done 36 episodes now our boy freddie freeman finally won the nl mvp after what we thought was going to be a foregone conclusion um and i think the voting showed that it pretty much was. So congrats to Freddie Freeman. Do you have any hot takes on that? I think it's just it brings him another step closer to what we've talked about in this podcast. He is approaching Chipper Jones. I'm telling you, he needs one World Series, and he will be right with Chipper Jones in terms of Braves lore. Yeah. I and mean, he's got one MVP. Chipper had one. He's got to bring us one now. But, he's but Chipper, bring us one. Yeah, if you can win a title, though, I think you can almost make an argument that he would be over. Well, he's, he's right behind Julio Franco on all-time first baseman. <laughs> Julio Franco right? is the man, dude. Yeah. Was he, he the best brave over Javi Lopez at this point? No, Javi Lopez is the undisputed greatest catcher of all time, so everyone knows that he's probably... <laughs> There's a little bit of a gay element to that, dude. Like, 
he's good looking. That you you include that the ladies love him every time. It's hilarious. The, the lady every <laughs> single time that people post about Javi Lopez, the the moms in the comments and the threads go nuts. They go bananas for Javi Lopez, and it is awesome to see that this guy still has that kind of pull over the mid forties, like over the entire population. He's in his Clooney years, <laughs> yeah. and he has got that market absolutely cornered all the way down, like all the way up and down I sixteen. Like it's it's entirely dude. Cornered. Nothing makes me more jealous than when a dude's in his forties and is like more attractive than me oh, you know what i mean javi and javi lopez, and javi is, lopez more attractive is than everyone yeah like that guy dude, whoa pause i'm just saying from the comments and the threads that you see it's rarely like oh this guy hit 287 for his career which he did like that's <laughs> legitimate numbers no one cares about that like no one ever comments on that which is put him in the hall of fine bro does that work Ooh, that's not bad all right uh listen tiger woods on the 18th, 19th, and 20th of December is going to play a tournament, the first official tournament with his son, Charlie Woods, and I cannot wait. Have you seen this kid swing? No. You want is to talk? Is it smooth? Oh, dude. This kid is the next great one. He, too, will be better than Jack because Tiger's already better than Jack, <laughs> and I think Charlie Woods will also be better than Jack. I'm going to tell your dad point. you said that. Tell him. You can tell him I said it. You can tell him I said it. I, I can't wait to this. watch Tiger Woods play with his son, and it's I think it's the PNC Classic, um, which uh, has given us... Former great swings from sons like uh, John Daly's yeah. son. His son I can swing it too. So th- those things are pretty fun to watch. How old's John Daly's son? He's probably like 14, 15, 16 by now. Dude, I bet he's already smoking cigs and like crushing oh, beers <laughs> like, yeah. on the course with his dad. Yeah. Like, can you imagine both of them smoking a stick, just walking down hole three? Yeah, I don't with, know, they're already trashed. With bush heavies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah, that, I could definitely dude, see that happening. But dude, I'm I'm not only gonna like tell your dad about the tiger thing. I'm gonna post it on Facebook on your wall and say, "Hey, do you care to explain why you think Tiger is better than Jack?" And tag your dad in it so that everyone can see his reaction to that. Because <laughs> that's important. Yeah, it is. It is important. We didn't talk about the Braves signing though. The dr- oh yeah, yeah they yeah. did fix their entire rotation. I forgot <laughs> about that. They did sign. Uh, Ace, and I hope if you're listening to this, just make sure you're sitting down if you're a Braves fan. The Braves did sign Drew Smiley to a one-year, $11 million contract. So their entire rotation is fixed now. So needless to say, you hate this deal. I don't care about this deal. I'm, I'm this not, deal I'm doesn't not, matter. I'm not a baseball guy. I'm I'm interim baseball guy. So you, like, you gotta, I'm not this deep into it. you got to explain to me where Drew Smiley sits on the pecking order at this point. On the Braves roster? Yeah. So this would be, this would be like a really nice Tom, Tommy Malone signing. This a really nice Tommy Malone signing? Like a better, a, a slightly better than Tom Malone, so not great. He couldn't get through three innings. Ten-run Tom. No, <laughs> dude, he's not that bad. Drew Smiley's not a good pitcher. Are you serious? He, Drew Smiley's not a good pitcher. He, well, yeah. I mean, he, like, grades out as an okay pitcher, right? Like an I think average. he had four starts last year for San Francisco. So why did we give him $11 million? Couldn't tell you. Same reason they gave Cole Hamels $18 million for nothing. I don't know... That well, doesn't make sense. I, I don't get it. I really don't. There get has it. to be some. But logic. It, it's another case of the Braves going early. They've yeah. they did they did the same thing last year with Darno and with Ozuna. They went early on those guys. And, and it also signals that they're willing to spend some money. I mean, they well, but I I struggle to think that Braves fans would prefer eleven million dollars to go towards someone like Drew Smiley. Yeah, if you're not going to re-sign Ozuna, 
Like, it just feels, yeah. it feels like you would want to save all the millions. Well, Azuna is going to get like 30 million, right? I, I don't know what he's going to get. I don't know what he's going to get. If the DH is not in the National League, and it seems like it might not be, I don't know. No, I still haven't heard anything Incredible. about that. Incredible. Um, then that changes his entire, Ozuna's entire market. And if you're the Braves, do you want to sign Marcelo Ozuna if there is no DH? I mean, do you even, do you even want to do that? Like, you don't know. I mean, then you take up an entire spot in your outfield. You might be jamming up Waters. You could be jamming up Pache. Who knows? Like, I don't. I don't know. If that's I would. I, that's on the I, table. If they sign Azuna, I'm willing to bet they trade one of the two, right? Of uh, Pache or Waters? Waters? No. Pache's no, no, no. Neither one of those guys are going anywhere. I wouldn't think. No Dude, chance. you can get an ace for one of them. Like an ace, top of the line ace. They, I thought so too. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Pache, Pache. I mean, he. He ro- like rose his value dramatically. Yeah, in the playoffs, um, I would think. Uh, before we go on and talk about the Marlins signing of a female GM, which I think is pretty relevant, uh, let's talk about Braddy Electric. Braddy Electric has been serving Savannah's industrial, commercial, and residential electrician needs since 1970. Call them today at 912-232-3240, or visit them at 1104 East 35th Street. That's Braddy Electric. In Savannah since 1970, the best electrical needs for industrial, commercial, and residential um, contracts. So check them out today. Did you think it was weird that, like, if I told you a major league baseball team signed a female general manager, and I don't know if weird's the right word, it just feels very Marlinsy, right? Yeah. To 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 do this, and Derek Jeter obviously has to be behind this in some way. Um, I, I don't know what to make of it i really don't know what to make of it well there's no good reason a girl couldn't do that job no there's not there's but not. It, but that means like are you doing it in order to say that you were the first to hire a female gm or are you doing it because that female and shit we should know her name if we're talking about her but i don't i didn't write that yeah name. i don't know her name but but i believe she's asian american are you signed Okay, but are you signing her because she's the best general manager in the world? She's the best available general manager in the world? Yeah, I don't know. They had That's to have tough. been convinced of that. What's I mean, the What's the word for that? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the word for what? Affirmation. What is it? What is it called? Uh, positive, not not positive affirmation. Affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that like affirmative? Like, are you like uh, doing this just to say you did it? Are you oh. doing? Are you doing this just to like get the heat off your back? That I thought didn't... we were going to start discussing policies of, of of affirmative action, like as far no. as college admissions and stuff. No, no, I was no, like, no. bro, I didn't even bring notes. I didn't bring anything. <laughs> this. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm qualified for that kind of discussion. No, and I don't think anyone gives a shit to hear us talk about no. that at all. Um, but yeah, Drew Smiley to the Braves, and uh, the we Marlins... are so dumb, dude. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Both why? Us. Why? why I just couldn't think of that word, and then I like realized that I was way out of my depth, and then we just fucking fuck it, move on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, get that the time of day at all. Impressive. Uh, Georgia will play Mississippi State this weekend. They are 25 point favorites over the other Bulldogs from the SEC West. They'll play in Athens. As of now, uh, I don't think there are any COVID. Uh, you know, worries as of this point for either one of those teams, but that is, you know, consistently beginning to increase across the college football landscape. So it'll be nice to have Georgia play some football this weekend. Of all weekends, last weekend was the best weekend for the SEC to have a lot of its games canceled, I think, with the Masters. I mean, all throughout the South, at least. If you're going to have 
one weekend where you're not playing football, I think that would be the weekend to pick, right? True. No sure. take. No takes. No me. take. Yeah. And he takes uh, about Mike Muschamp or Will Muschamp getting fired from uh, South Carolina. No. Do you know who their head coach is? No. Interim head coach. No. Mike Bobo, former Georgia, former Georgia. That's interesting. Huh? That's interesting. It all comes back around. It does. Um, I, I've heard a Can lot. Can he recruit? <laughs> well, I've heard a lot of people talk about the fact that there is a chance that Bobo could come and be the head coach at South Carolina. I don't see that happening full time, but if it if it was, it would be quite interesting to see Will Muschamp, former Georgia grad or Georgia grad, coaching at South Carolina, straight to Mike Bobo, former Georgia player, coaching at South Carolina. That would be a very South Carolina thing to do. I yeah, think. they're better than us. I mean, they're not better at football than us, but they're just a little better than us, man. What do you mean? I don't know. South Carolina is Carol- shitty. I don't know. They just got like something uh, a little snooty about them. Maybe it's because I, I associate it with Hilton Head. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. All right, Heisman update. I'm going to say that right now, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Justin Fields. Top three. Really? What does Kyle Trask have to do to jump? He has to beat Mac Jones in Atlanta. Really? He has to beat Mac Jones in Atlanta. I would think. I think think Trask is the better player. Maybe it's just because I've seen him play recently. Again, the Heisman is always, is it best player? True. Most valuable player? Yeah. Most talented player? Is it a career award? Is it... Individuals, but I that's your every that's your year. ballot though is one two three for now, yeah. And I think that every season it's different too, which makes this award great. It's not every year you can have different uh, criteria for the Heisman, which is a good thing. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like that for every award. Like the MVP award of any sport needs to be the most valuable player, the, right? But this is college football's most outstanding player. Yeah, is the thing. So did you can did Trevor Lawrence get screwed? By this COVID thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence is by far the front runner if he's if he if he if plays not, every week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mac Jones still having a hell of a season. Still having a hell of a season. And I think at any point, if any of these guys stumble, Trevor Lawrence could be right there. Where's Shy Words on the list, dude? <laughs> not, not Shy Words is not up there. But Georgia Southern they five do, and three now. They're rolling. Five uh, and three. They're both eligible if they win this week. And they and get, and they get Army this week, which is a really cool match. Do we get we get to see the Battle of the option. Option versus option. Two different kinds of options. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk for 30 minutes about the different kinds of <laughs> options. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, we're, we're betting this one, dude, together. Georgia Southern Army? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. You know I'm in. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm down to actually watch that game, and I'm going to be off this – or not this Saturday. Never mind. I won't be off, but I'll be there watching it. And after after Army, Georgia Southern will get rival Georgia State, so they got two more shots to be bowl eligible. Yeah. And I'm all about – Every team in Georgia besides Georgia Tech becoming bowl eligible. Yeah, so nerds. That would be cool. Yeah, they are nerds. Uh, anything else, Penny? That's it for me, dude. What's your favorite? Real quick, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? My just favorite off, Thanksgiving off food. Off the dome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I just the, the turkey. But I mean, macaroni and cheese is the, is it cannot be successful without macaroni. That's the wrong answer. I'm not stuffing guy. I'm not cranberry I'm sauce not stuffing guy. guy either. Cran- dude, cranberry sauce is gross. I'll say it. Is weird. I'll fucking yeah. say it. It's gross. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, yams. No, that yams. ain't it, dude. That ain't it, dude. It's green about, bean casserole, though. Ooh, I'm not casserole anything, what? dude. I like various well, pies. Casserole is just like a thing in a dish. It's like, you know, a deconstructed whatever. I, I like various pies, various flavors of pies. Is my I do, too. Pumpkin pie. Um, You want to go first? How do they follow you on Twitter? Is there something they about They follow me underscore? at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. 
at Jadon Sports for me, J-A-U-D-O-N Sports, and then on Twitter for the show, at Podcast Grits. You can email us, hotgridspod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at thehotgrits. Yes, and then Spotify, follow Apple Podcasts, click that subscribe button, scroll to the bottom, and tap five stars. We still got a perfect five-star rating. If so, The first person that does something, like we're going to have to hunt them down, right? Yeah, we're, we'll probably hire somebody to, yeah. to probably track them down. A fixer. <laughs> yeah, you have a fixer guy? I got a fixer, bro. Uh, until episode 37, we are well on our way to season three, uh, where we have a lot of exciting things planned. So stay tuned and, and want to thank you guys for sticking with us through 36 episodes. So until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.